Hey, welcome back to another episode of Life of Living Well. My name is Richard. Um, before I dive into the topic uh, for us this week, I'd like to say if you'd like to know one or two things, or you'd like to see each article released every week regarding the podcast, you can also check it out on our website at www.lifeforlivingwell.com. At one point, if you missed any of the podcast and you like to get, get dive into it or pick up any of the podcast, we sequentially releasing last three episodes on the website where you can also listen to the particular topic you like to follow up. So let's get dive into it without taking much of your time. So what is the topic that I'm presenting for us this week? It's what I call, how do your boundaries define you? So most of people didn't know that how they define the boundaries is how the people around them define who they are. Even themselves, it define how much peace of mind they have because of lack of boundary or, or or blink boundary that they set within themselves. We all know we all have a boundary to our physical space. You have the key to your house. If you don't share that key with anyone, anyone that try to access your space without your knowledge, without your invitation, we know what we call people like this. We call them or you call them unwanted guests and you also take there's also a consequence for action like that if they've been caught so the topic for this week is what i call how do your boundaries define you it's a question it's also a topic so before i dive into it just take a few seconds think of boundary you are for yourself how does it define what kind of person you are so this week we are taking inspiration from Tara Brach and I'm going to just use this a powerful quotation on this particular topic and, he, and she come to conclusion and then she put it this way the boundary to what we can accept is the boundary to our freedom So just think of that. How does it close to you or relating to you right now? The boundary to what we can accept is the boundary to our freedom. So what is often difficult for a lot of people is to accept that they teach people how to treat them. Because by nature, Humans are extremely both selfish and generous. It depends how much they have evolved in their life. Sometimes the dark side of human being doesn't show in time, only when you spend 
or get so much close to them and then that shows sometimes they have worked on themselves so much that you get lots of compassion and generosity from their side but by nature all humans are selfish and also can also be generous and it's so difficult for a lot of people to accept this duality of being it is always easy to see the dark side from other side you see how we label our politicians you know, we voted for them how we label them call them all kind of names narcissistic uh, selfish every time they've been caught in the dark arts whether they practicing extramarital affairs whether they defrauding the systems whether they try to subjugate the systems for their own self-benefit or their good benefits. We sit down in our sofa, we sit among our friends, and we label them, we condemn them, we judge them. We don't realize the many actions of the dark actions that we also take part in our own private place, when no one sees us, when we try to claim what we didn't do. We try to avoid responsibility at work, hiding and just hiding behind the others for their own self-interest. So, every woman has the capacity for selfishness and also for generosity. This duality work like day and night. In a day, you have light period or you have a dark period. The same thing with the nature of human beings. So, the reason why I'm putting this up front to you is it's essential to know why you need boundaries. And if you don't define your boundary, it can also define you in such that way. Awareness of this duality is also can be a strength for individuals that come to accept it. In reality, majority of people are not aware of their own actions and behavior. So, take for example, in advanced societies, they recognize selfishness as part of human nature so what did they do they for years and years for generation upon generation they facilitate a very strong boundaries in the form of a systems of law and order to mitigate the consequences of it because when you don't do this, when you rely on religions alone to guide the human nature, when you rely on individuals to do what is right, that's also the woman being that refused to grow up and the only there to exploit the systems, exploit you, <coughs> sorry, exploit you 
and take advantage of you in a very destructive and damaging way. A great philosopher once said, think is plateau that said, good people do not need laws to tell them to act responsibly, while bad people will find a way around the laws. What the plateau didn't tell us is, the good and the bad people is living within us, no particular group. Anytime we join into the bad people's side, we cause chaos to others and to ourselves. At any time we act in a good people's group journey, we bring joy and peace to ourselves and others. So the solution, the battle believe I give for rules of law is because the rule of law is not for the people that already do what is right. But remember, there's also people among us that, for some reason, they perpetually refuse to evolve. And every one of us is capable of that. Even, I think, uh, one of the spiritual leaders once said that even when you become a light man, you're still a human being, meaning that you still feel pain, you still feel anxiety, you still feel angry. You will still feel selfish. You will still think about your own needs all the time. It's like a baby. No one taught baby how to demand, express what they want. Especially the newborn one. They wake up. They cry. The mother feed them. They sleep again. They don't really want to know whether the mother is already absent to eat or sleep. All the baby wants is to eat and sleep and wake up. Until they grow to a certain level where they evolve from that kind of demand and need. So, when our selfishness are out of boundary, he can also hurt other people. So, in the other part of the world, where the rule of law is not facilitated by agents of boundaries, what do you say there? It's so obvious where you spend time in this kind of society, when you speak to people that come from this kind of society, You'll be so surprised that the way people live is like they live in the jungle. It's a survivor of the fittest. They did not realize that exploiting one person for their own personal gain is exploiting themselves. They both hurting themselves because they create more people that get more hurt. And hurt people go around and hurt other people. So what is common in this kind of society where the rule of law is not facilitated by the agent of boundaries, you will notice nepotism in industrial scale, selfishness, self-destructive behaviors reign in this kind of society. 
profit. That's why you find some society will be rich materially, emotionally, mentally, even spiritually compared to other really other societies that have not evolved or rise above these basic human needs. Someone once told me that I met many, many years ago. So we having this conversation and she asked me, she, based on her observation that people that came from the same country that she was born, I think the country is from Eastern Europe. She said she's realized that in her own country, people don't always follow the law, especially on the road, that they just do whatever they want on the road. But the moment they arrive to this country, suddenly they become law-abiding people. And she was puzzled that how come they have capacity to follow rule and order in this country, but in their home country, they just breaking their rules. So I laughed. I said, okay, because here it's obvious they enforce the boundary, agent of boundaries. There is so many agents of boundaries. And when you try and break in that, there's also Eastern consequences that you face. Some that that consequence is so heavy, more than, more than motivation to break the rules. Because many people follow it. Whereas in your own country, that rules is there. But the agents of boundaries that need to enforce it is weakened. It's not there. It's not exist. And many people breaking it is so difficult for few or totally to be motivated to follow it. So this is nature of human being. We are capable of being selfish. We are capable of being compassionate. Being generous. But if you just rely on individual to do the right thing, we're going to be in trouble personally. So this topic is to bring what is happening in the wider society to what is happening to us as individuals and how can we embrace it in a way that it helps us at the same time. So societies such as this tend to have enormous disparity in national wealth distribution among its populace. What you, what you will notice in a society where the boundary of change is so weak or not exist, you will notice poverty in industrial scale. It's not just poverty. Every society has a pocket of poverty. Even the rich countries have their own pocket of poverty. But in a society where the boundary, agent of boundary of change is so weak and not exist, it's in industrial scale. Poverty, violence, illnesses, and many more dominate society. One of the common attributes in a society such as this, people suffer tremendously because it is this society where you find an individual that may amass the weight of the nation into their own pulse because there is no accountability there is no systems to hold them to accountable how their resources is generated they don't have capacity to think about the generation that will come after them 
you don't think like that. You think about right now. It's only me. Imagine if a society that has zero or weak boundaries suffer. How much more individuals that lack boundaries in critical area of their lives. So now let's focus on individual. Let's focus on you. Let's focus on what will happen to you if you lack real boundaries in your life. If your boundary define where you are in your life, what kind of boundary do you have? How do you set this boundary? What does this boundary means about you? People that come to your life, what can they say about you? So these are the questions that I'm throwing to you. And if you do like to really read this particular podcast, because there's also an article relating to it, you will find it this week on our website at the same time. So let's examine a few areas that shows having boundary will improve your life greatly. So number one, in the area of finances. If you have the boundary in this area, what will happen is is this. For example, many people demonstrate poorness in their attitude and behavior to finance. They know how to make money. They have no idea how to keep it. They even don't have a clue how to increase it. Because all these three skills it require is a skills. It takes skills to earn money, go to work, have some kind of specialized skills or are able to just work, maybe work in the kitchen, washing plate. It depends the kind of income you have, depend the kind of services you provide them. If someone that works in the hospital as a doctor, probably be obviously we earn more than the someone that offer a or a service as a nurse. Someone that is head of the school is probably earn more than someone that is also a teacher, right? But also the creativity where you earn your money. You might tend to provide your services to one employer or one client. You might decide to provide the same services to multiple clients. So you tend to earn more than someone that provides the service to one person. So that's why I correct that business, people that start the business have the chances to earn more than someone that's working for someone. So it takes skills to do that. It also takes skills to manage this money and to manage what you earn. Make sure that what you earn is not so low to what you are going every month. So every time your expenses is so high above your income, you're going to have trouble. You're really going to have a trouble. Many people earn the money, so they pay everyone except themselves. Some people even pay their religious setting, they pay their debtors, and they have nothing to pay themselves. They pay themselves life. It's lack of skills and understanding of finances and the poor boundaries in this area cause a lot of problem for a lot of people. And it's not only just called a problem in the times of their pocket, it also affects them emotionally, psychologically. So they often spend more than what they earn. They have no idea. People that lack boundary, this is what you notice about them. They have no idea where their incomes go every month. If you ask them, where did you spend your paycheck? They cannot tell you. 
the money disappear within two days after earning. So people already earn their salary before they receive in their bank how they borrow from the loan shack, they borrow from friends, they borrow from family. So by the time they receive that salary, they already pay everyone except themselves. They often draw in debt, especially the wrong debt, the consumer debt, such as credit card, stock cards, loan shark. When we lack boundary, this is kind of thing that we go through because these things sometimes are not epic building us from childhood. Some people come from their home where father and mother is always arguing about money, struggling about money, and the way the attitude to money is so really bad that sometimes they think money is so bad because they are so bad with it. So they develop a limited belief about it. And it takes a lot of energy to get yourself out of this bondage. Having the right boundary here not only improves your finances but your well-being and reduces your money anxiety. With the right financial boundary, you take a serious look at how your behavior and attitude are affecting your finances. You take more responsibility in increasing your income and reducing your expenses. So, once you define a boundary, how you want your finances to be because it has to come from you it's not just listening to someone telling you that this is what you have to do you have to really tired of how you your money affecting you every month you have to tire how how your expenses overwhelming you you have to really, really tire how you have to ask your friend, have to have to lunch out to borrow money. You have to decide that, okay, this needs to stop. So, you strongly define the difference between the need and want. And this is where a lot of people run into trouble. They prioritize want so much above the needs. And the most essential for you when you are trying to get out of this trap is to prioritize need above the want so you can reduce wastefulness in your pocket in your finances so you consider setting up, up emergency savings because life and event will happen that your emergency will be of help because things will happen whether in school for your children or for your car and these are the things that run a lot of people into a wrong place to borrow money. And they have to pay 10 times of what the actual money they are going to get from the place. So if you would like to read more or know more about this particular topic, there's so many articles out there. There's so many YouTube videos. You can work about financial skill, financial knowledge. You can seek for a coach to help you. You can get a book on Amazon that can really give you a basic understanding of money because this particular area is a, is a skills. It's like a skill you learn how to drive a car. You learn how to brush your teeth. It's a skill that they taught you from childhood but no one taught you mostly about the money because they don't know. Even your parents don't know. And because this area is so wide, you can close that gap 
by reading the books and look at the Amazon and type financial skills, basic financial skills. And you can get a book for yourself. You can even get in your local library and just take your time to read it. Read it because you will be so surprised at the amount of information and knowledge you will get from your book. It will be like you've gone to college or university and study masters. You'll be so wide that, oh my God, I've been doing so many things in close mind. Can you find your key in a room that is dark? Firstly, you need to put on the light so you can see the key. Or else, you will just be going from one angle to another angle. And life is too short to waste such of your valuable resources and time in ignorance. So that moved me to number two. Number two, another area where you need to set the boundary. Because if you don't set the boundaries, this area is not only just affecting you in the way, it affects you in all other areas of your life. It's the area of emotional. Emotional area. So we are all emotional beings. But sometimes some people can use senses to manage it. Many people cannot, and that is fine. But the the key thing is to define the boundary what you consume. You cannot be a friend to everyone. First, learn to be friendly to yourself. Then becomes then it becomes easier toward others. Some people will pretend to be friend, nice to everyone, but they are not like that to themselves. How do I know? Because the way they speak to themselves. They say, oh, I'm not good in math at all. I'm both. I'm so stupid. They say so many things to themselves. But when they say their friend, when their friend goes to the bad time, they are the first people that will inspire and encourage their friend. But they don't do that to themselves. If their dog is sick, they will give their dog the best medical treatment that you can buy in the world. But they never do that to themselves. They never do that to themselves. So you have the power to choose how others' actions and behavior affect you negatively. People will bring their own toxicity to your life, especially people that are so unaware of how they behave and attitude to other people. They will demand for you to listen to them. They will hold you accountable for their own shit. And then you will fall into that trap. Many people lack awareness of how they feel or what kind of person they are dealing with. So if you don't really understand yourself, how will you understand other person? Impossible. If you don't really know how you get to where you are now, how do you know when someone that is toxic is around you? So people in your life are at different levels of life. Some have already worked on themselves. Some are not even aware of who they are. And they will come to you. And if you don't aware of who you are, you're going to embrace or bruise each other. They will bring their own issues if they lack awareness of their own behavior. Some will bring their toxicity into your own space. Having emotional boundaries will not only help you, but improve your overall well-being. As a result, you will be able to use your valuable resources in a well-positive way. 
So lastly, as I'm really, this podcast is longer than usual, but I'll bring it to the end now. So the last area, the last link, the third area that I consider you should define the boundary is the area of your mental, mentally. Because we live in a time that everything is fighting for your attention. Not only your attention, they're actually fighting for your mind. And whoever grab your mind, we twisted, manipulated, exploited. Because it's the power. And what defines a man is their mind. The man that thinks he can do, and the man that thinks he cannot do. They both right. But what they have is their mind. And if your mind is so powerful, society that allow people to express themselves, they scale of that too. Society that control people express themselves, they also scale of it. Because your mind is the power. And when two or three people come together and they reason the same way, they become false. So imagine the society where 10 or 20 people, 1,000 people, 1 million people know their right, know their basic right, and they can fight for it. Individual that try to control you will be so scared for life. But today, I'm telling you that many agents that are fighting for your mind, they want to dominate it. And that's why if you don't define the boundary, what you consume in terms of information, you're bound to become a subject to their power. Have you considered how you have been brought up? Firstly, your life is already being influencing the day you are born into this world. Your parents have aspiration for you. Your friends and family call you cute, giving you so many beautiful names. In their head, you have to remain cute. And what is remain cute is innocent. <laughs> innocent, naive, like a baby. But you've grown up. You've grown up. You've developed your own character, your own evolve. Your friends. What about culture where you are born? What are the limitations? What are the limit, limited beliefs in that culture? What are the beliefs that has nothing to do with truth? Are you the kind of person that prioritizes the truth or you also like to buy lies? So, the culture, control your mind. School, they already define what they want to teach you. But I'm telling you, the knowledge is beyond the scope of your school. And if you limit yourself to that, I am an architecture, I am a doctor, I am a teacher, you are already lost. Because the battle is beyond the classroom alone. The knowledge, the skill, the communication you have is just a title. And the, the education you need is beyond that bricks that you went through. Parents, they also have influence. The way they were raised, with what they experience in life, is what they give back to you as their child. Every parent wants a good thing for their child. But sometimes there will be a clash when you needed to allow the freedom for the child to develop to who the child really wants to be. What about your peers? You never thought of buying a particular bicycle 
But the moment one of your friend or schoolmate already riding that bicycle, you already put pressure on your parent that you would like to get the same bicycle. That's an influence. None of us can really run away from influence, but we needed to able to have a feature in place, which is a boundary to reduce that level of influence so that we don't lose our authenticity completely. What about the government? What about the TV? What about the films that you watch? What the message they're trying to sell to you? Whether the shoes or the watch you want to wear, get it for the film. How to talk to men, how to talk to women, how the relationship is supposed to be. What is the beauty means according to the film, according to the magazine. And you know everything is beautiful, but not everybody says it according to the Chinese philosopher. What about books? What about ideology? And you need to be careful for this as well. We are in the times where everyone, so many ideologies is out there, pulling up. How does it relevant to your life right now? Religion. What about philosophy? What about social media? What about artificial intelligence? So, what about hostile government agents that try to manipulate you to vote certain way? They put so many things out there. If you don't have the boundary, if you don't have the fit time place, you're really going to be more like a zombie. And this is really not healthy for you. So all your five senses consume information from multiple sources. Unless you can guide against what you tolerate and failure to do that, you are setting yourself up for a problem. So you need to have to define boundary on this particular area because the challenge is so enormous, but you should not be afraid of it because your boundary should help you to save guiding you. In this area. Lastly, setting a boundary regarding what you consume through your five senses is essential to healthy lifestyle and peace of mind. The boundary you have or do not have will end up defining you. Others will push your boundary, mostly unconsciously and deliberately, but being aware of your boundaries will guide you and improve your health and well-being. I hope this podcast helps someone. We overshoot the podcast today because the topic that I'm covering this week is so big. I was thinking of creating it into two or three episodes, but I thought that if we lose the contextual length of the message. So I just thought that I'd try and summarize everything into this time. So I hope this message helps someone. Until we meet again next week, please stay safe and ciao.